Thank you, everybody, for joining the YLab today. It makes me excited and happy, genuinely, to know that you made a choice to tune in today. And whatever you're doing, driving the car, or laundry, uh, thank you for taking time out to, to hang out in the YLab. Uh, YLab exists because it's my platform. It's a personal journey towards finding some answers and sitting down with friends. And rather than going to our devices and killing time or looking for what other people are doing, sometimes we get lost and forget that sitting down with a pal face-to-face uh, -face for an hour or so is can be pretty helpful and YLab is sort of framed up around finding something that is very admirable or um, something I find that I am in awe of a little bit and today I have a pretty good pal of mine. <laughs> uh, the giggle started yeah, already. Uh, Maria <laughs> is here. <laughs> um, I, Bertrand, is that? Yeah. Bertrand is right. Nice. I don't ever say it, so I didn't know how to. It's Bertrand, but in America, Bertrand. it's Bertrand. Bertrand. It's Bertrand. Well, here we go. Maria's, <laughs> Maria's from Montreal. I am. Uh, she is a, uh, I will go writer, because I think you mm -hmm. spend most of your time doing that yeah. currently. Mm -hmm. Producer and a very accomplished actress. Um, but most importantly, I, I think today I wanted to frame up uh, your passion towards your new project, passion project, really, which uh -huh. is your new nonprofit, which is stemmed from a couple of things, but it also, uh, the thing that I mentioned to you the other day was about your, your vegetarian and vegan and mm -hmm. that lifestyle and habit, but I think that feeds into the greater thing which you're doing now, which is kind of what I wanted you to, to start sharing with everybody. So without further ado, my good friend, Maria Bertrand. Oh, why, thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well done, this good pronunciation. Uh, so thanks for stopping by today. Thanks for having me. That's awesome. <laughs> um, this has been uh, how many, two and a half, maybe, years that we've I, yeah. been yeah, palling yeah, around? More than that, I think. Is yeah, it? maybe almost three. Well, yeah. I know that the last time I saw Tom Petty, I was with you. Yes, <laughs> and that was the first time I met you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, and I, I was, think that yeah. was the Arroyo uh, Music Festival out in Pasadena. It's uh, in the fall. Oh, is it? Gosh, no, I don't remember. We're really good with that. I know. Maria and I are very much alike. We have really great memories. Uh, I, I have a good memory about people and situations. It's just I kind of live in the quantum field, so what? time is not linear for me. Oh my god! Well, what was that? When was that? Uh, was well, it, it the was fall or was it? Well, it was definitely two plus. It was yeah, definitely over two years for sure, for sure. Definitely, definitely. I so, think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think. Man, there was a lot going on there, but that's when we met. Well, I can check my Instagram and figure it out. Oh, by the way, great plug, great plug. Maria oh. runs an Instagram account called Inspire by Doing. It's something that I think speaks for itself. <laughs> if you want to be inspired by Maria's current activities, uh, you get to see a lot of her. I get, you know, really, it's 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 your. Wellness, fitness, it's a whole lifestyle thing, right? Yeah, health I mean, and wellness. I mean, the yoga, my Instagram, everyone asks me if I'm a yoga teacher because of my Instagram. I actually started yoga after my father passed away. Because, oh God. yeah, I, every, I grew up super athletic and 
did a lot of things where I started teaching tennis at 15 and a lot of different stuff and played provincial soccer and softball. And um, after my father passed, I felt like I just needed like something to kind of open my heart. All the sports I was doing to get my emotion out were like closed, like hitting a tennis ball or kicking a soccer ball. I started boxing. I mean, you can't get more like <laughs> contained than that, right? So um, huh. uh, yoga was the one thing that I started doing that really felt like it just helped me breathe. I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't breathe, like something, someone was sitting on my chest. Was so Like intense sports versus? Versus, yeah. So, and I always was like, yoga, I don't want to try that. <laughs> and I tried it and it really, it, it, it did wonders for me. And specifically heat room, because I was sweating so much that no one knew I was crying during the heart opening right. classes. <laughs> that was, <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> I myself haven't been to a hot yoga class, but I do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that you're, it's more than just, it doesn't, you're, you're I mean, it's, it's kind of really is more inspirational yeah. than just about, you know, the poses or the pictures. Yeah, it's definitely. And that's what's cool about your handle or whatever people call it um and you're not a a highly paid influencer Mm -mm. uh you do have close to 20 ish 20 20 20 i've been slacking on my instagram though i need to get back on there yeah good reminder flowers good reminder here we are every day well you know the thing about this whole this whole project too is trying to create content so we're sitting around with all these cameras stuff is um trying to create good content and show that it's still cool to sit down and be a little vulnerable and have a face, you know, surpass the phone call or the mm-hmm. FaceTime. But you committed to coming over into Hollywood, West Hollywood area and parking your car at 4.30 and sit down for an hour. And we got a plan to at least share some things that we don't often probably share because we, we're a lot together with our friends. Yes, very true. It, so we don't get to this time like this. That's true, so yeah. I'm very grateful for it. Yeah, well, me too. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I think the first thing I wanted to kind of bring up was uh, I th- the first thing I realized about who you kind of were. And it was really the beach pickup days. Oh, yeah. And then we did the first wolf sanctuary thing oh, together. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I have not been out there since. We've done a few beach pickup days with your friends. And we have another one coming up. That's coming up. S- December 14th. So my co-founder, um, yes. we run From the Heart Tribe. So you can find us at fromtheheartribe.org. Sorry, it's fthd.org. Yes. From the Heart Tribe. Um, or we're on Instagram as From the Heart Tribe. Everybody's and- there. Exactly. We're all doing it. You know, yeah. all the cool kids are there. Um, and we, we do these beach clamps. So my co-founder, Sparrow Heatley, she runs the environmental events and I run the animal events. So I do things like Wolf Sanctuary or Kindred Spirits Care Farm. And she does things like uh, tree people and beach cleanups. And we collaborate on everything. But she's more the environmental and I'm more the animal. So uh, it's really fun. It's great. It's a good group of people. And on December 14th, we have a beach cleanup coming up and the info about that is on the, our website and on our Instagram. Sweet. Well, let's, let me flowers. You have to get this out before, Yeet, uh, come on. before that. So come we can on. Use- <laughs> well, I think that also ties into the uh, kind of what I'm intrigued by uh, even more Today than I was even a few days ago when we committed to sitting down was because Derek mentioned it, the, the Netflix show. I don't know if you want to throw the tag out, but it sort of converted him to trying out oh, a week yeah. of, is it pure, is he doing vegan? Pure, straight vegan, straight yeah. Vegan. So it's, uh, the, the movie's called Game Changers. Okay. It's a Game James Changer. Cameron production. and Netflix. It's, it's on Netflix and it's absolutely <laughs> amazing because it doesn't, um, 
One of the things about veganism is that a lot of times people who go vegan or are vegan or whatever, born, whatever it is, they tend to look down on people who eat meat and who aren't vegan or vegetarian or whatever mm. it may be. And that ends up causing a divide, which I think is the most horrible way to go about it. I eat vegan most of the time. If I'm at somebody's house and they ask me to stay for dinner and they serve something that's not vegan, I sit down and eat dinner because I'm also being on connection, yeah. human connection, well, sitting with yeah. people. And I, I do the best that I can, and that is mostly vegan for me. Um, and my reason is because animals are sentient beings. I have all that's that's the main reason. And then there's the health aspect of it. And Game Changers more focuses on the health aspect of eating vegan from every perspective, from your arteries to your penis. Like a all of it. It will it will tell you about everything. Your arteries, your penis. <laughs> well, the penis is yeah. full of a lot of vascularity. We hope. E and eating more plants will help that. Really. You should watch. Well, Game I mean that that makes that makes absolute sense. Mm -hmm. The other day, well, and that's the reason that I brought it up just now is because I was sitting home. What was it the other night? <clears throat> a couple of nights ago, pardon me. And I was wanting to kind of zone out and watch something, and I popped on Netflix and I saw Game Changers, and I saw that you had posted on your stories that day. So whatever that day was. And I thought to myself, I wonder if I should watch this. Nope, I'm going to zone out. Because <laughs> I was like, this is one of those things that I'm going to need to kind of dial into. It may be, a, may be something I have to think about. And I was kind of just wanting to zone out. And like, not worry it's about actually it. less of a, um, it's not something that's going to like shock you yeah. or, or make you cry. Because a lot of the, the things that are pushing Please convert veganism. us. Yeah, yeah. right. But, yeah. but this one is really, it's like the strongest man in the world. Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it. Like it's, yeah, you, it's, it's actually kind of a zone out thing, but... It just forces you to pay attention in a nice way okay. instead of it being like, rah, rah, like. And this, so if you had to, like, as far back as young Maria is, mm -hmm. when did, have you been, when was the choice to. So here's an interesting, um, I didn't eat much meat growing up, uh, but I ate what my mom put on the table. Yeah. So, but I was just picky, you know, she'd make tomato sauce with meat in it and I would just eat the noodles. Like I didn't want any sauce on my paws, but I would eat whatever whatever was put on the table i didn't yeah. really give much thought to it which is um i guess props to the meat and dairy industry for their advertising because they managed to take compassion right off the menu and just oh, eat this and like it's totally fine they're not sentient beings and that and i've been an animal lover my whole life i mean i was brought home in a bikini top holding a baby raccoon in a police car on a Saturday afternoon yeah. as a 15-year-old. No joke. <laughs> so, Your own little, yeah. I'm going to go find a lizard today. And oh, I my God, I found a lizard today. Exactly. <laughs> I, on my birthday, right? You saw the post. I know. Exactly. It kills yeah. me. That's why, that's why I, I, it's, it's hard not to giggle with you <laughs> when you, A, a, because you're you're you are passionate about it. you can tell and you're well read and and you know your reasons and mm -hmm. you're not trying to influence other people in an aggressive way at mm -hmm. all. But you know it's like hey, this is what I do. I show it in my actions and I take pride in it through conversation and it's it's admirable and it, I, I'm in awe of it because I don't have the uh, well, I don't know if I, I do have the ability, but mm -hmm. I have not. Uh, exhibited the prowess to be able to be consistent in that choice. And I, it's something that you could ask my sister or my mom, my family at Thanksgiving. 
is like, oh yeah, I know Michael's gone vegetarian for a while. Or I know my sister was vegan for many years until mm-hmm. she had to move overseas. Oh, yeah. Um, Location you, can make it a little tricky. Oh, yeah. Bulgaria was tough. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was like root yeah. vegetables and goat, meat, lamb. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That, which is a whole other topic. But the point being is that I, I know I've gone through periods of times where I th- I have thought, maybe I saw a documentary or something, mm-hmm. and it hit me in a way, and I, it made sense. And I thought, oh, man, it's going to be better for my body uh-huh. if I take some time off from doing this. Yeah. It's kind of like driving fast on the highway for you know you have a 12 hour trip we're gonna drive you break the speed limit for i don't know four or five hours and then you're like i'll just go i'll go i'm good now i'll go four five over now but i'm gonna go 10 over for at least an hour (laughs) it's like it's kind of messed up but that's my is that wrong i don't know that's how i there is a right and wrong though i think it's i don't look down on people who eat meat i don't think that they're and and people i I don't think there's a, wrong, a right or wrong, really. Yeah. I think there's looking at what's going on. I mean, if you're somebody who doesn't believe in climate change at all, why would you even care that the runoff from cow poop is actually killing our oceans and our planet and our air and all that stuff? Like, why would you Why would you care? Because you don't believe in climate change. So it's these are the things that end up being very important. I have friends who, I mean, they call vegans like they're like oh pussies and i'm like oh yeah okay well whatever like (laughs) and i don't think that should be the rhetoric but it's it's an interesting i I don't really understand why some people do and why some people don't why some things are important why some things aren't i think once you get the facts and if you understand them and believe that they're true then it's kind of hard not to at least try you know sometimes like you that's, did, you try sometimes. Well, yeah. It's, well, I mean, that's great. That's my little self story, narcissist. But that's I great, mean. though. I think that that's if everybody tried just a little bit, the difference would be astronomical. There was some fact that just came out, like that the bacon industry had forty percent surplus or some kind of weird mm. number of bacon over the last year, or something, and it was kind of a like a slide off. I think it was a Vice post on Instagram oh, nice. or something uh-huh. I saw. And uh, it was just interesting to read some of the comments and the feedback, which was like, oh, yeah, people, some of it was like, oh, more bacon for me, blah, blah, blah. But then some of it was like, oh, yeah, people are catching on. Right. And you're like, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, if you just consume less. And, you know, Derek and I got into the conversation mm-hmm. about it. A common friend. Yes. If you will. <laughs> and, you know, it was really, we got to the point of, look, man, at the end of the day, it's, you know, Meat is a delicacy, right? The, you know, and, and even back in the caveman days or the paleo diet days or whatever right. it is, and I'm not trying to quote a documentary. I'm just trying to speak. I've been in CrossFit gyms for the last eight years, right. so you see people just eating bacon every day, just walking around eating bacon. You're like, wow, okay, you're eating bacon. You look great. You're strong. <laughs> but it, what does what is that really doing for all your nervous system and your blood vessels and your you know how you everything's functioning? I, who yeah. knows. Well, all the all the, the the animals are doing are eating the grass, like the the grass and the veggies and all that stuff. That not that we're going to go and eat grass, but they get the nutrients from like cows will eat the grass, yeah. and then we're actually taking the nutrients that they're ingesting, and we're getting the nutrients from them. So we're just using a middleman. That's why like eating more leafy greens and more vegetables is much more potent for us. We get much more nutrients that way. You're not filling your system with a bunch of fillers, basically. Well, that's a good point, and I think this might even be a good little halftime is 
what's happening now mm-hmm. versus what used to even happen, I don't know, even when we were kids, 30, 40, 50 years ago, like the industry and the way it's commercialized now and what we f- what they feed and how they're housed. Yeah. And that is significantly different yeah. than things that were going on 50 years ago, even, and well, certainly 100 years ago. Yeah. And... If it's cool with you, I think come back and like jump into that because I think you might yeah. have a lot more to like dial into there. Oh yeah, uh, about that. There's a and lot about that. There's a lot of how the chickens are kept with ammonia on man, the ground because you know, my they have... Oklahoma friends. I mean, down a broken bow. Let me tell you. Yeah, there's it's... disease that spreads throughout those chicken coops, so they literally pour ammonia on the grounds. It burns the chickens' feet and their eyes. Oh, They're all blind. It's 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 and then and then talking on another level, like a spiritual level, you're eating that. Yeah, that can't be good. Well, let's come back to that. <laughs> let's let's take a good break and then nice. come back to the can't be good. Uh, this is Y Lab. I'm here with Maria Bertrand. Bertrand, uh, a good friend of mine, and I'm your host, Michael Flowers. And thanks for sticking around. Hey, it's Flowers. Thank you again for sticking around and for making the choice to download the podcast. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. I would also ask that if you could take a few moments to go to your favorite streaming platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you download your podcast, and give YLab a rate and review. It would mean the world to me, again, to hear positive feedback, but any feedback is welcome. You can also direct message me and follow me on Instagram. My handle is at ManicFlow, so any and all comments are welcome. Thank you again for sticking around. If you can also take time to rate and review, I would really appreciate it. I want some feedback, and I want to be able to communicate. So without further ado, the back half of YLab. Hey everyone, it's your host, Michael Flowers. We're here at the Y Lab with my friend Maria. Uh, just a quick uh, reminder and a thank you uh, for checking in today. This is the Y Lab. It's a personal platform to sit down with other friends face to face and have a genuine conversation for about an hour or so when we just discuss and compliment and dig into and unpack things that are important to us that make us unique and relative to our current situation and and just hopefully we uncover and discover something that's relevant or resonates with you today whether you're at home doing laundry or driving your car whatever we're here at the y lab man we're just trying we're just trying to figure out how to make how to get through this darn life i've been struggling this last year to come up with some answers um about what the next step or evolution for me is you've been a real foundation at times on a new platform or adventure for me to meet some other people to also volunteer in, in multiple events we touched base about the the beach cleanup thing mm-hmm. and the and the wolf you know i mindlessly sign up for the, the stuff you send me because i'm like i know this is good for me i have to do these things with maria thank god oh. for she's in my life <laughs> you know i'm very Gosh. blessed because we're a couple of degrees separation we mm-hmm. met through our common friend mm-hmm. well, your boyfriend uh drew and and so it's i'm very blessed to have got to meet even some of your extended friends Mm -hmm. and so so thank you again mia bertrand (laughs) i'm gonna try to say it really fast (laughs) 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 
That's how French people do it. So it's Marie Bertrand. Exactly. Yeah, Maria Bertrand. Maria Bertrand. Hello, today. Oh, that's horrible. People are going to make fun of me. For no. That. But we so, were, yeah. So go ahead. You know what's interesting? How you said that um, you've had a year where you're just trying to figure out your next steps and all that. And, that, and then you, you said um, that I've been a foundation at times in, 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 I Dude. don't know, being like some kind of inspiration. I don't know. <laughs> but here's the funny thing. I've had a rough year this year. I've been searching for answers for stuff. I've always known what I want to do, but sometimes that doesn't like come right away, you know? And by, by right away, I mean like eight years later or a decade <laughs> later. So it, it's Right away, tough. my like, plan was five. Was... So I mean, it's seven. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I mean, so this year, I mean, I've had yeah. to, to go back to yoga practice, go back to like, because I forgot a few things throughout the beginning, the first six months of this year, because I was stressed, man, about life and about like, oh my gosh, how am I going to make money? And what am I going to do? And I'm doing what I love. I know what I love. I know what I love. That's a big step that a lot of people don't even get to. And I know that and I'm so grateful. But yeah. man, when it doesn't translate to something that can help you survive, like funds or, it's hard you know. To put act, it's hard to put even a revelation like that where you're like, okay, now I'm at least in the funnel. Mm -hmm. And I'll put some time into it, yeah. even trying to to start to dig into your habits and routines to carve more time out into that is a challenge and it can there's ebbs and flows you know yeah. as a creative i mean writing scripts is it's it's hard it's hard to write a script it's hard to, once you write it you're like i have this awesome script and then you're like wow now what i do with it and everybody you know, cares yeah and honestly my writing partner megan and i we wrote a script eight years ago called daddy issues both our fathers have passed since we started writing this script and just this year we got a director and producer signed on eight years but well, it's I, been hard. <laughs> I love that you brought your dad up again for the second time. Oh, I know, right? What is that about? God. Well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't jump on it the first time because <laughs> I was like, oh man, I don't want to get all emotional. Oh. Uh, but yeah, that I, you know, I wonder how much because that's not far. How long ago was it for you? Uh, that my dad passed. Yeah. He passed in 2013. Oh wow, I guess six six years. Yeah, plus six mm -hmm. plus years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was he was a little he was he got sick but yeah. it wasn't something that 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 should have killed him <laughs> and it, it ended up like he did a surgery and the surgery so that's yeah you know did you get to be a part of the final any uh, I went home to visit yeah I went home to visit my dad was very um my mom and dad split when I was seven it was a really interesting just dynamic he lived with another woman he raised her three boys pretty much like his own i went to school with them i didn't know who they were they knew who i was it was super weird um hence you know write a script called daddy issues write what you know <laughs> um and I, I i think you told me that but i don't know that that when when you just said it just now i was like wait a minute i i i almost thought that i didn't know that Oh, yeah, because I think yeah, it's an interesting thing that. that people go, wait, what? I mean, I was close to my dad, but I was close. I was as close as I could get. He, he like, loved in such an understated way that was disconnected, you know? And this is, this is Montreal. Montreal, yeah, my dad, yeah, my dad was And when did you move from Montreal to the United States? In 2002. Okay. Yeah. So you, you were in the States for four-ish, four three, four-plus years without him until oh, he yeah. passed. Yeah, my dad never came to visit. He never came here to visit. What right? do you think that was hard on either? Was it hard? It was hard on the relationship, right? That you separated or um, the distance? Was that hard? Honestly, not so much because I felt distance when my dad was 
living close to me. So I guess, no, not honestly, like I can't remember it being hard when I moved here. Like it was hard for me to move here alone. That was tough. But the distance, I more honestly had a a tougher time with the distance with my mom because my mom was always there. I lived with my mom. I I talked to my mom every day. My dad, it was just such a disconnected kind of love that he loved me very much. He did his best, but it was, it was, uh, yeah, moving here didn't really phase me on that level. I I mean, at first it did, but yeah. Not really. I would go home and visit twice a year and you know, probably got to spend more quality time with him because I was away and then would come back and I think in a sense. And they separated when you were seven. So you had gotten, I guess, accustomed to or used to totally. or had the scar tissue on how to deal with that in your own. Oh, yeah. Well, you're a pretty st- strong-willed, uh, confident, maybe? It's like a good confident, word. <laughs> confidently insecure. Uh. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So I guess, we, how does that work? You know? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm talking about myself. I have no clue. <laughs> really, like, but it's like, I wait should, a minute, this just went off. Okay, so. I think uh, that should just be my Instagram, confidently insecure. <laughs> well, it's the ebbs and flows like you were talking yeah. about earlier. It's it's kind of, um. It all I guess it all bleeds together. Yeah. Back to even why I was trying to frame my conversation in the first place was this whole, I was like, hey, you know, I'd love to have Maria talk about why she grew into this uh, this animal-loving, vegan, vegetarian, do-gooder, and inclusive connector <laughs> person that makes everybody be involved whether they want to or not, and they love it. Well. That was a little bit of sarcasm. <laughs> I mean, come, you're come just coming. Shit at a, at you're coming. <laughs> you're like you don't know whether you. I mean, you you know you want to. Mm. You just don't know why sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then when you get the why, yeah. Again, it was easy for me to describe to you earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm going was I'm, foundation, new people. I didn't really know why I was going the first time I went. I guess would be my point to make it a little more clear. I guess sometimes the why comes after. You go with intuition and gut, and the why comes after. Gut's so hard to trust intuition and gut. It is, yeah. It is It is hard. I know my why of why I started volunteering back in back home in Canada. Uh, when my dad left my mom, she went into a depression. She wasn't feeling very great. And that lasted a while. And I was a kid, you know. And, I, and so as kids, you feel. You feel things. You see somebody hurting, you feel it. It's just... It's, I think kids have this natural thing. I think adults, we do, but we tend to, mm-hmm. we were able to block more. And I distinctly remember when she started volunteering, as she started volunteering at the hospital back home. And when she started doing that, it shook her out of her own shell. And I saw the benefits that it had on my mom. Mm-hmm. And I kind of realized at a young, a very young age that volunteering and helping others actually can really shake you out of your own crappy state or whatever it may be, you know? So out of your comfort zone, out of your, it can shake you out of your, and if your comfort zone has now become depression, yes, it can shake you out of that, that uncomfortable comfort zone for sure. Cause that's what I witnessed. So, um, that was a huge lesson and a huge blessing in my life after the fact, you know, in a sense. Was the lesson because you were just related so much with what you saw your mom go through? You were like, oh, man, I, I can use that as a tool kind of thing? No, it was more just 
you want so badly to help and you want so badly for someone to feel better. And when they do, you try and piece it just together empathy, what happened. And kinda, me and yeah. you just, I'm just glad you're glad. I'm yeah, happy you're happy. Yeah. 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 And you see that and, it, and then you go, Oh my gosh. And then you see other people hurting and you're like, well, maybe if they just came and connected for a minute or maybe if they just, you know, I was always the kid who was friends with the new kid in school. Yeah. I got in a fist fight in the ninth grade because someone called my new friend in school fat. And I freaked out and got in a fist fight. You're a fist fighter. A fist fight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what did that? And my, my nickname for the rest of the year by this kid in school named Richard Anderson, they, everyone started calling me Mike Tyson. I mean, and like, yeah, totally. <laughs> I have a little cry, little cry tear happening. I was like, Maria got a fist fight? Maria's, I mean, so the, <laughs> not, not a fighter. I don't know. Okay. Um, okay, well, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. I was really happy that you talked about your mom and your dad. Yeah, that's, that's cool because we we haven't talked about. I mean, I can relate with you with the father passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am man. I'm going on thirty four years now. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. It's eighty five. Oh my goodness! Wow. Well, the, yes. Yeah. So you were young when you lost. I was your eleven dad. and a half. Oh yeah. gosh, that must be really traumatic. That's the age where you know exactly what's going on, and then it's like <gasps> that loss, that sense of that must have. Well, yeah, I mean, it never goes away. It's not like you, uh, it's not like it, yeah, there's always, well, especially when you talk about, you know, having like bouts of being depression or or we all get in this lonely state. Mm -hmm. A lot of the things I look back on and you get in your head or you get into a stressful situation and even just the alone and loneliness part of that is, is bad, but, but. There's somehow, I guess that's that's part of the why is like, how, how do you get out of it and why? Mm-hmm. Why? It's like, you know, you're trying to feel better. That's really, the, that's why I'm trying to. But it's also the the lessons learned when you're in a, an emotional, deep state of even a little bit of introverted, I don't talk to me for a, a few hours, mm-hmm. even a few days, people can do it. Sometimes that immersion is good, even though it's, not in a really it's not in a light place it's more of a dark place if you mm-hmm. will but yeah it, it's okay because those those things happen and they're going to happen always and 34 35 75 years down the road every day or every week or every month something's going to happen and there will be a little dark place it's how do mm-hmm. you get out of it and why mm-hmm. for me it's been over the years it's been Really building a better relationship with my mom and my sister because mm-hmm. they're my foundation. And when I see you doing that, though. like Oh, I try. Yeah. I try. Um, but it's, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's something that it's really hard. And that's where we uh, began to s- sort of talk and bring back up the last bit of, of our conversation, which is mm-hmm. you mentioned your mom and your dad and how you – sort of had to even play off of the witnessing of both of their lives at that time in your life. Mm. So we might even take a quick little, even late in the session pause. Uh, we had a camera shut off, oh, so okay. we'll, we'll reconnect that thing and then come back and, and wrap it up and do the final four. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh, guys, we love you. Uh, we'll be back in just a minute. Thanks. Oh, you know, man. Oh, you know, man. Oh, you know, man. 
All right, cool. All right, cool, she said. So we're back. This is, you know, this is the last bit of the Y Lab with Marie Brasson <laughs> from Montreal, Canada. Yes. Writer, actress, producer, and activist, uh, recent. Can I call you a CEO? What are you? Owner of a we're, nonprofit? We're co-founder. I'm, co-founders? I'm a co-founder of a, of a nonprofit called From the Heart Tribe. Of a co-founder non- with Sparrow Heatley. Sparrow. My best friends. Yeah. Sparrow, who is fantastic. Yes. Hey, Sparrow. <laughs> uh, she has has our citizenship. What's where are you at in the process? I'm a permanent resident. So I'm Canadian, but I'm I'm a permanent resident, and I am uh, I'm just I just applied for my citizenship, so yeah. I'm gonna have to take tests. There's a hundred questions on there. Oh, so all these things are happening. Although the questions are changing because people keep changing in office, so I can't keep up. I'm like, wait, I learned that already. What just happened? Uh, <laughs> and you moved here in what was the year that you moved here? 2002. 2002. Yeah. 2019. So yeah, I'm not a mathematician, but you should be able to do that out there. 2002. And yeah. since then. Um, Ebbs and flows, as we knows. Eggs. You know, we were just talking about moms and dads and trauma, really, <laughs> both that have happened in our lives. And I think the thing that I was super intrigued about today that that I was hoping to frame up a lot in this conversation, we were all over the place because you're fun, but <laughs> the uh, the committing to your, I guess when you you said something about like going off as a kid and and finding your space and time in the woods with the animals and the oh yeah you know probably had a lot to do with the separation probably probably yeah i used to i used to ride my bike what do you think i think no i think so for sure um my favorite poet's mary oliver and she used to do the same thing she's amazing so i I really resonate with her poetry as she went through much, much more traumatic things as a child but that was her solace and so i would go and um I mean, I have vivid memories. I don't have many memories of my childhood, which is super weird, but the memories I do have that are super vivid are always about nature, like snowflakes on a log or like um, finding frogs or going in and catching snakes and bringing them home and scaring the shit out of my mother. <laughs> I mean, you've, always, I just... <laughs> you've always treated animals and things and yeah. living beings all the same. Yeah, Humans yeah. and... Yeah. You just yeah. really, that's just a... I, we're all alive and we're all kind of here so it's sort of i think we all deserve respect for that i don't know <laughs> you say it so easily there are people out there that are devoted to hunting and, yeah and uh and it's not a knock on that lifestyle at all however i would say that the nonchalantness to your commitment is really admirable. I, I don't even. You, you're just like, oh yeah. Well, this is how it goes. Well, the thing is, I actually don't. You don't um, push disagree it? with hunting. Like, I have friends who hunt, and then yeah. they bring the whole animal home, and they eat the whole animal. I, I'm I, I'm not against that w- way of life. I mean, what I'm against is the way they treat animals in the in the meat and dairy industries. Yeah. It's just abuse and it's torture and it's. But hunting, you know. What can I say about that? I, I don't. Des- I don't think I deserve. I don't think I have the right to eat an animal because I can't hunt it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a hunter and you can go out and you hunt for your whole family and you feed your whole family and your neighbors for like half a year, it's kind of not so bad. I'm not really opposed to the yeah. way the Indians did it. You know? Yeah, and it was. Uh, we actually talked about this earlier, but it was. It was a delicacy. It's not like people. It's not like even tribes would come across meat every day. Exactly. It was. Once a week, if that, or a couple of weeks, and that's why they were like, "Well, shoot, if we're gonna 
only eat three or four. Let's send the best people out to do the hunt because yeah. we don't want them to miss it if we're only going to see it. And then we'll keep the people home to do this best and that best. And yeah. at the end of the day, you know, that's where the symbiotic tribe culture comes in. And, you know, exactly. from the heart tribe. From the heart how tribe. To, from the heart tribe. How to, deal, <laughs> how to deal with that right there. Nice. nice. <laughs> well, inspired by doing from the heart tribe, Mille Bertrand, <laughs> uh, U.S. citizen, trying to get everything accomplished in life. I uh, mean, on a good trying. path. Aren't I'm, we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> I, uh, I, I, this went even a little bit longer than I thought it was. <laughs> we talked about a lot of stuff. But I do like to end with what I call the final four. Okay. And it's just four questions that, that uh, kind of rapid fire, not so much. So it's like a trivia game. But maybe that you answer with a, a, a question or less. And hopefully they're good questions. Because, <laughs> geez. But this is question number one. If your dad was living today mm -hmm. and you were to have your first child tomorrow, mm -hmm. who would get to pick the name, your mom or your dad? Me. There are only two choices. <laughs> only two. Um, who you would have get two, to pick There the are two name? options, I guess. Do you know what I would... <sighs> so, yeah, like obviously you want to name your old child. But, but can't I make them work together for once Look at you in their life? symbiotic. I'm love. Canadian. What do you expect? Oh okay. Um, I would have to say my so mom would just, pick it because my one. mom, yeah, yeah, you just yeah I would have to say my mom. Okay. Fair mm. enough. That's probably pretty easy. Number two, mm -hmm. if it was your last night on earth and you get to go into your hotel room and you're done and you get one movie and one last meal and one last song to just part of your night away <laughs> what would that be okay the the movie the movie would be dirty dancing because that movie because <laughs> that movie got me through puberty so it would just make oh, me God. smile i mean okay. patrick swayze come on and uh and i would dance to hungry eyes for sure hungry, hungry eyes, eyes. One look at you and I can't disguise <laughs> I I've got... <laughs> I'm like, you're the singer. I can't oh, sing. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, the number of times I've already danced to that I'm song. I'm red now. <laughs> what? Uh, so we have Patrick Swayze and obviously Dirty Dancing. Yep. I mean, I, feel, I don't even know why I'm blushing right now. I'm not Patrick Swayze. This is hilarious. <laughs> And hungry eyes. I mean, come on. And you're gonna eat. Um, oh, a meal. Yeah, you have. You oh, have the whole, goodness. The whole thing. Wow, I would make. <gasps> I made this last night. The, not last night, two nights ago. It was. I made these vegan lettuce cups, but <laughs> instead of chicken, I used portobello mushroom. So it's like lettuce cups, but portobello mushroom with water chestnuts. That, and I had a Beyond Meat burger with vegan cheese. Oh my god. And pickles and tomatoes and vegan mayo with the bun was iceberg lettuce. That's what I would eat. That's oh, the that meal I would amazing. eat while watching Dirty Dancing. Then I would dance the night with hungry eyes. I could see the pillow. <laughs> you have a pillow, pillow fight with yourself. I would totally. The sheets are going everywhere. I would. <laughs> Just all over the place. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now I forgot what question number three was. I love the answer to question number two so much. All right. Question number three. Mm -hmm. If... You were to title the biography movie of your life right now. What would that title be? Hmm. Inspire by doing 
dot 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 at least she tried at least she tried <laughs> can you get an exclamation point in there or something? i don't even know if it needs one i think, I think it's a dot dot dot, 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 dot. You got three the periods. only punctuation <laughs> in it there's not even a period at the end of at least she tried at least she... it's like just a dash like what is next yeah, seriously I, mean... I love how the three periods just get the whole middle yeah dot dot dot, dot. dot. at least she tried oh that's great that's great. I wonder who is that. So let me ask. I've never asked this second. This is kind of extended part of that. What's the rating of the movie? It's for sure rated R. I write female-driven comedy that's R-rated. I mean, PG-13. Oh, come on. I'm surprised they haven't dropped an F-bomb in here yet. Oh, Oh, God. <laughs> Is that even a question? I'm kind of mad. I'm mad that my camera went off, so we're just over here laughing and trying to finish up the show. <laughs> it's like, you're like, oh, I think I just took a picture. <laughs> you're like, oh, did you do that? That episode with Marie, yeah, that was that was great. That was uh, great. Did you, did you make it to the end? No, they, I, I couldn't. I couldn't get through the end. They just laughed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's you don't have a question number five? <laughs> no, we're at four. I still think oh, we're. I think well, we just did three. Oh, we did three. All I right, think perfect. that was that was just three. <laughs> and then the final question. I mean, and this was something I've I've just always wanted to know what your superhero name would be for your novel that has yet to come out on shelves releasing January 1, 2020. My superhero name for a novel? You're a super you're like, a superhero. Your your whole little comic book series is about to come out. Oh, man. Not a novel, sorry, wrong 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 word. Your whole Gosh. comic book series is coming out. Your your, your I, superhero name. You know, it's funny. I've never been asked what my superhero name would be, but I've been asked what my superpower would be. <laughs> so I'm like my super I'm going I'm going I'm thinking to what my what I would like my superpower to be. And I'm going to try and make a name on that. <laughs> well, get it. Tell me what the power is. <laughs> oh, do I? Well, I mean, tell us. Okay, so the power would be, and how cool would this be? You already thought of this, right? Like, so I, Oh, I know my superpower. And okay. you know how I know? I was volunteering at the Salvation Army with kids, and we were drawing. And okay. I asked the kids. I was, do, I was hosting the art class for the kids. And I, I asked them to draw um, their superpowers on page so then they mm -hmm. asked me to do it so i drew mine and it was this character with butterfly wings and this stuff and my superpower i think i called her empathy girl because it was just such a i didn't couldn't think of anything better and i wanted to te have a good lesson for the kids <laughs> and it was if you can touch one person and touch another and and like powder and show them how they feel i think that's like the biggest superpower ever like do you remember that movie powder wow they, that's such a cool superpower though right because then you actually have compassion for the person you're like fighting against or angry at or Wow, that's pretty... On another level, yeah. That's on another level, superpower. So I'm going to be like... So Rick, you, you said, helped me you think said of empathy name. girl, which that's I... That's lame. Okay, well, I didn't want to say it. You yeah, said. so you got to help me think of a superpower, a superhero name on my superpower. Uh, I Well, if this was... I mean, this is kind of your show. So, well, I mean... Um, I, I, I think this is... <laughs> um, I, this is interesting. Empathy girl doesn't work for me. No, it's terrible. But I just wanted, it was because I was working You know what kids. I was a part of back in the day? Uh, we had this thing, we were probably still in Canada, mm -hmm. called We Are the World, or uh, where you had like hands across America. Oh, yes. Ever, I remember that. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. So when you said that, it reminded me of like all the connectivity. Because mm. I felt like. 
there was a thing that day mm-hmm. where it's like Ira stood, drove down to Texas or something some, somewhere and stood in line and like held my hands out and I was like, okay, hands across America. Oh. <laughs> it was like, oh, that's cool. So I don't know. I was trying to think if I was to help you think what my closest feeling to what you described would be, would be some sort of electric or electricity oh. or like a lightning or like a, like a, so I don't know. That's the best I can do. Like electric lightning or light, electric light, electro, like elect. Electris. <laughs> Electris? There we go. Perfect. Know. We got it. Electris. I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. You got it. You got to You got I can see that on like a, oh, totally. Electris? I like it. Electris? Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. I like it. I'm sold. I'm going to make the t shirts. Okay. Next time I come in, I'm going to have an Electris t shirt. Well, I don't think this camera could beep anymore next to me, so I should <laughs> call this a day. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Electris was here today, and uh, we had a great time with the Y Lab with Mar- Maria Bertrand. Slash Electris. Uh, please go check out her Instagram page, Inspire by Doing. She is constantly trying to post and inspire others through her <laughs> lifestyle, organizations, her new slash uh, 501c, I'm happy to say. Yes. It, uh, from the Heart Tribe with Sparrow. Mad ups to you and everything you're doing with your writing and your producing and promoting the female voice and your art. And thank you for spending time with us today. Thank you. It was awesome. Thanks, Flowers. Thank you. I think I giggled more than I did. I mean, I knew I was.